0: A lot of you freaking hoes on the timeline used to want De'Aaron Fox traded off this fucking team, which is absolutely insane because this man is playing out of his fucking mind. 16 assists tonight. 16. That's crazy. I mean, the things that he is doing.
1: And I'll take this version of De'Aaron Fox any day. Um, He could do it by scoring 36 points. He could get a 40 piece, but he could also do it by distributing the ball, which was really amazing.
0: The way Trey Lyles spoke, because, you know, we weren't sure if he was going to be resigned. I mean, we were in limbo with that. How this was like the first time in his NBA career that he felt home. He felt like this was the place he truly wanted to be.
1: Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's Daily. Joined by my co-pilot, Liz. What's happening? What's up? First quarter, back and forth game at the start. Kings struggle to make a basket and miss some bunnies. Herter hits two threes and gets a nice deflection. Just one nice play. Domas hits Barnes on a backdoor cut for an easy two. Denver up eight. But then Malik Monk hits back-to-back threes to end the quarter. Second quarter, JaVal has a magnificent block on DeAndre Jordan. The second quarter becomes a JaVal McGee show. JaVal makes two tip-ins, a driving layup, a hook gets a dunk and a nice pick-and-roll with Monk. And then De'Aaron ends the first half with a turnaround Jay, Chef Liz, what did you think of the first half?
0: I really liked it. I mean, I thought we came out aggressive. We were just missing some easy shots. Um, I liked how just everyone was contributing. It wasn't just like a one-man type of show. Uh, You know, they were getting the ball around. Uh, Those Kevin Herter threes to start off the game were pretty huge. Um, It just seems like it's kind of what – their M.O. is now is just basically to start off with Kevin Herter three uh, to begin pretty much every game. And then JaVale McGee coming off the bench, just doing what he was doing. Um, super incredible. I mean, the defense that he was playing just he was amazing. I mean, yeah, he had four freaking blocks, I think, this game. Uh, so just his presence on the floor was awesome. And it's, it's kind of nice to see that we kind of have a rim protector now. So, yeah, the first half I, I really enjoyed.
1: Amazing first half. Uh, I like the way they ended it. Uh, They started off rough, though, but that's okay. Third quarter, Uncle Keeg scores eight straight points. Kings start to clamp down. Domas is dishing. Fox is dishing. What more can I say? Top villain. Denver cuts the lead to five. De'Aaron ends the quarter with a pick on Christian Braun for the easy lay-in. Kings up by 10. Fourth quarter, Nuggets make another run. Kings go up 13 with De'Aaron on the bench. Nuggets start hitting threes and cut the lead to three. One minute to go. The Kentucky connection strikes again, and it ends with a Monk dagger three. Herter hits another dagger three with 18 seconds to go. De'Aaron hits his free throws. Ball game. Kings win 123, 127.
0: I mean, fuck, man. Malik Monk, like, what? Like, you can never say a bad thing about Malik. I mean, The shit he does when he comes off the bench is just absolutely incredible. The energy he brings, the passing he brings, the shot making he brings. I mean, he can just he can play with anyone on the court. It's like you could literally put probably like fifth graders out there and he make all those fifth graders look fucking amazing. I mean, it's just crazy what this man does. They have to find a way to pay the man in the offseason because without Malik Monk doing what he does off the bench, this team is not is nearly as deadly as they are, especially when their bench unit comes in. Um, but tonight was a full team win. Um, and I'm just going to say, you know, I said this in our chat a couple of days ago. I remember, I'm still never going to fucking forget, and I will never forget, a lot of you freaking hoes on the timeline used to want Deer and Fox traded off this fucking team, which is absolutely insane because this man is playing out of his fucking mind. 16 assists tonight. 16. That's crazy. I mean, the things that he is doing, he's freaking blowing by double teams. He's blowing by triple teams. He's dishing out the ball. This man is doing everything he possibly can. I mean, he had a 40-piece the other night against the Clippers in a loss, which was a bummer that we had to waste a 40-piece. But this man is truly something special. And the fact that our fa- our own fan base years ago wanted this man traded is just crazy to me. Like, that's insane. So. Shout-out to De'Aaron Fox. He is the heartbeat of this freaking team. And not only, obviously, like what he does on the offensive end, but defensively, just the things that I've seen him do and how he's stepped up defensively. I mean, Mike Brown is bringing out the best of this man on the defensive end. And I just cannot say enough of watching him blossom into this two-way player. Um, I fucking love it. I mean, we know what he could do on the the offensive end, but when he does – on the defensive end, when he clamps down, when he gets these guards, when he puts his chest into them. I mean, I just, I love watching that kind of stuff. So I won't ever forget. I will literally never forget. I wish I would have the time to go back to those tweets and find a bunch of these, you know, tweets because people were literally calling for Darren Fox to be traded. So you should probably clear your damn timelines because if I ever have time, maybe one day I'll go back and fucking call up people.
1: <laughs> if you're ever that bored. But no, seriously, let me shout out Darren Fox for getting 16 assists. Yeah, and I do recall people arguing with me about how they, sh- they could run an offense around Tyrese Halliburton as if De'Aaron yeah. has no feel for the game and can't dish out assists and has no vision. 16 assists says something, and I'll take this version of De'Aaron Fox any day. Um, he could do it by scoring 36 points. He could get a 40-piece, but he could also do it by distributing the ball, which was really amazing. Anywho, Coach Keith, take care of business, please. <coughs> I do believe it is
2: that time once again to sit back and reminisce on another King's victory in the land of Macromento, Sacramento, City of Trees, Farm to Fort Capital of the World, land of the toxic men, land of the beautiful women, and land of Malik Monk's world. And we're all just living in it. Good afternoon. Good evening, everybody. It was another win. The Kings are 11-7 on the year. Not to be confused with 7-11. Shout out Jamar Chase, the Bengals. Uh, another great win. You know, this team, man, what else can be said? I don't want to go into the stats. I let everybody else go into the stats. You guys can have that. I'm going to tell you right now why this team is so good. You got the dog in them, man. got the dog in them, okay? You can't teach having that dog in you. Either you got it or you don't, okay? It's like being able to sing. Either you can carry a tune or you just plain suck, and the Kings do not suck. They are showing us every single game. Win, lose, you can't draw our ties. That's not possible. But win or lose, they fight. And what I love about this team is is that right now, it just feels like everything that we were tripping about early in the season, Liz, completely agree with you. I do like the fact that we get Herter involved early in the game now. I like that. Get him in the groove, knock one down, see one go through the rim. And let everything else take care of itself. Now, I will say this. Fox 26-16, like you mentioned, great job. What else can be said about the GOAT, Malik Monk, that we don't say on a daily basis? Mixtape Monk, 26 points, 4-7 from 3. And the one thing I talked about, I forget who brought this point with the Golden State game. They said, you know what, Monk, You know he, he worries me. He's that, he's that that kind of guy who goes, oh, no, 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 yes, no, I like that. Keep shooting, because come playoff time, you need as many dogs as possible. And Monk showed us last year in the playoffs, he is definitely a dog. The Kings just beat the defending NBA champs. I know some will cry foul. They'll say, it was December. It shouldn't really matter. We should be looking forward to May, June. No, I disagree. The Western Conference is tough. The Western Conference is loaded, okay? The Western Conference is like a crazy cockfight every night you don't know what to expect everyone you take is a big win and i want to say something else currently i'm in new york i can't give away all my secrets but don't be surprised if i get a job and i show back up at sacramento the next six months I'm just telling you right now i'm just telling you right now okay but we're winning that damn tournament Light the beam
1: ross welcome back
3: Yo, what's up, my family, man? Good to hear everybody's voice, man. I've been listening, even though I haven't been able to make it in much. But, um, hey, just a great win. Um, That's a lot of good wins early in the season. And one of the knocks on the team last year was we were kind of beating up the bad teams um, and we weren't really up to par with the rest. And it kind of looks like this team's lacked a little consistency early in the year, but they look like they're ready for the big games. Like the playoffs, you know, that little sting that we had left us out. They look like they're for real when it comes time for the lights to come on. So all those TNT games we've had, it's like this team's for real, man. Um, Fox is just a stud, comes off the bench with five minutes left and looks like he's playing in the park with his friends, just so relaxed and chill out there, executes, hits buckets. I mean – This dude is made for the moment. I never thought that we would get a superstar like this in Sacramento. Like you figured, Oh, we're going to get this number one pick. That's, you know, this destined to be, but Fox really had to grow into it. You know, we, we've all watched him ascend and be really good. But last year's playoffs, he, he took off into a different category and he hasn't even looked back. Um, And just the confidence that you have in him as a fan to be able to just be like, this dude's going to do magical things night in, night out. It's, it's fun. It's great. As a Kings fan for decades, we've been waiting for this. We had Weber. Weber was a stud, but that was a team. That was a team. Right now we got a dude who's just like, get out of the way. This is my shit. Um, last little thing is shout out to Monk, um, He's shooting 40% from three this year, and he was such an impactful player last year. I think he only shot, like, low 30s and was still super impactful. So credit to him for coming out and doing it efficiently, Um, because if he can knock down 40% from three, like, you give him 30 minutes a game, no question. And he's averaging, like, four or five assists off the bench and probably should be averaging maybe a couple more. But, yeah, I love you all, Kings fans. I'm going to keep listening.
1: Ross, appreciate it. Flyers for Malik Monk, definitely. Absolutely. I I really hope Malik Monk wants to stay here for a long time. He's high profile. He likes to go to the big cities. He likes to hustle and bustle. That's a fact. He likes the fashion shows, but he has enough money to fly first class to Paris when he needs to see a catwalk. You know what I mean? And I just hope he stays here.
0: It ain't going to be... Fox that keeps him here. What's going to keep him here is Baby Rain. His first words coming out of his mouth are going to be Malik Monk. That's it. Those should be the first words that come out of Baby Rain's mouth. And that's it. That's the selling point. Case closed, done, signed, sealed, and delivered. Contract signed. We
2: need sugar daddy, man. Get us a nice California sugar daddy to get us uh, some funds for Monk. That's what we need, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, they ha- They have great selling points here. I mean, Malik Monk could easily go to another team and be a starter, easily. But most likely that team he's going to is probably a team that's in a rebuild phase, not very good. So it all just depends on how much he wants to win and how much he truly loves Sacramento. And when people get to Sacramento, we all know, you know, people, when they get here and they play in the city and they embrace it, they love it. They're always coming back. I mean, we have so many former players. I continue to come back to Sacramento. So that's, I think, what's going to really sell. And, you know, again, like Poker said, trust in Monty because he's continued to prove just with the moves that he's made to make this team better. Um, you know, getting Kevin Herter, getting Trey Lyles for basically, you know, the Bagley thing, um, you know, signing Malik Monk, sign- getting JaVale McGee. I mean, you know, if you look at it, he had two other people signed before JaVale McGee was released by the Dallas Mavericks as soon as Dallas released him those other guys were basically paid off and you know kind of gone and JaVale McGee was right in and they knew it was a perfect fit so just the moves that he's made so far and you can say you know people want to shit on Harrison Barnes but he continues to be out there he plays he's always available he's doing what he needs to do as a fifth option on this team and the thing with that is is You can look at these other guys like a Kyle Kuzma or Jeremy Grant. They're on teams and they're getting paid, but guess what? They're still losing. They're not impacting winning in very many ways. So I'd rather have a guy like Harrison Barnes as a fifth option on this team who's contributing to a winning culture, and he's a savvy vet. People love him in Sacramento. So until we get that obvious upgrade, I'm riding for Harrison Barnes because, again, he continues to be that professional. And guess what? If he's not performing – mike brown makes the adjustments and he you know he takes him out and harrison barnes is on the bench and he's cheering for his teammates and he's doing what he's got to do and he's a he's a constant professional with that so i i think people need to just calm down on the harrison barnes slander for a little bit i get people want him to score 40 fucking points a game that's just not the reality because we have those guys we have a deer and fox we have a sabonis and things like that but harrison barnes is doing what he needs to do on this team and that's all you can ask of him
1: one hundred percent, and I honestly feel like Sacramento is just the perfect place for him, as far as the system is concerned. That maximizes his talents. He's a pick and roll genius. Um, him and Don Moss and everybody else uh, are just perfect weapons for him to throw to, and and they score, and it's amazing. Bong, thanks for coming through. What's happening?
4: What is up, guys? It's good to actually be here for once. Actually, able to stay up late with y'all on a weekend. Um, rolling off of talking about barnes um first of all you can see it in my profile pic i roll hard with harrison barnes i don't like the slander okay um but could you imagine how much worse the slander would be if my man didn't put up 33 in utah that first night of the season jesus christ we would have to be out here having a knuckle fight knuckle drag fight every night over harrison barnes if that man had not had that performance to start the season um I, I've talked about this on Twitter. I think it was actually with Ross. Um, the the how valuable it is to have someone like Barnes who is willing to be the fifth guy on the floor when he is a veteran who could deserve more shots and has the potential to be able to take the ball on his own. You know, he can ISO like well, we we see what that was before with the Kings, but he he can do it so you know it's other players at that age would demand the ball more but barnes is willing to take that step back in this offense and that is worth more than what his box score would look like in terms of the kind of contract you think he should have um it's it's not all about points per game people um also with malik I think that like if you look back at that podcast which i think is a really important moment is the the and and fox on deuce and mo podcast i think we like we'll we'll keep calling back to that throughout the season i think and how it really felt like to me that like rese is involved in malik's life as much as like she watches out for both obviously fox her husband and malik is like they're tight there's their boys and like they're really trying to Foster Malik being here in, in Sacramento, you know, and, and it just seems like he's really happy. So, um, you know, I don't, ha- obviously, I don't know the guy personally, but I, I, I feel comfortable that he is, does actually want to be here and that he's got a lot of good, good roots here. You know what I mean? Um, big ups for say, she's, she's the true MVP of this locker room, by the way, we're going to, the doc, after this, after, after this team is done a couple of decades from now, the doc going to be about Rese. It's what it's really going to be about.
1: And I'll say this again. I tweeted this out earlier. She needs to be mic'd up. You know she she's does. going off this whole game. You oh, know what I mean? they kept
4: coming to her. They kept going to her like, like close-ups and everything or her screaming. She would be amazing mic'd up. Could you imagine her on TNT mic'd up?
1: Oh, they need to have like a, a feed, a whole separate feed.
5: Oh, my God. That'd be Seriously. incredible. No, I just wanted to uh, real quick, because uh, obviously this is a family uh, conversation for y'all. Outside looking into Elizabeth's point, I just want to chime in and say, like, I think you guys are going to be a okay with Malik Monk. Because one thing that I could say with the Villanova boys is that that connection that bond is real. So, him and Fox, you know, any decision first and foremost is going to be talked amongst themselves. And I think Monk will, you know, do what Josh Hart did it was a discount favors. And also, um, it was also something about Kyle Kuzma. I just wanted to, to, because we watch him all the time over here, just be careful about him. He's not to be trusted. So I know Harrison Barnes isn't really playing well, but like we're right here in New York. D.C. is two hours away. And like he's not really what he looked like last year. So that's all I wanted to add in.
1: In defense of Kyle Kuzma, though, I I will say, uh, I do appreciate that that's a very ignitable player. He could go off for 30. Or thirty-five, if need be. I just think that system. I mean, who who else can he play off of? You know what I mean? Kispert, you know, it's like I, I just think they're a mess, unfortunately. But but I hear what you're saying. But again, 18 mil for Harrison Barnes for his availability alone is worth it. It's amazing.
0: You know, just to like talk about the Malik Monk and, you know, the Deer and Fox, you know, connection, obviously for their Kentucky days and they've been friends. But I mean, if you go back to you know, when the seven game series, what the playoffs was over and, you know, they did their closing press conferences, the way Trey Lyles spoke, cause we you know we weren't sure if he was going to be resigned. I mean, we were in limbo with that. Obviously the city loves Trey Lyles. We all wanted him back. Um, and we were just unsure what the money was going to look like and if the Kings wanted him back. And, but just how he spoke of how this was like the first time in his NBA career that he felt home. He felt like this was the place he truly wanted to be and how not only the city, but his teammates took him in. I mean, he said that, you know, De'Aaron was like one of his best friends. He, you know, he felt like family because they would just invite him over and he'd go, you know, hang out and chill. So that stuff is important, especially when you're in a business like this, when sometimes it can be cutthroat and you get traded on, you know, a minute's notice and, you know, things like that. So stuff like that is truly important. When you have that aspect of, you know, teammates that truly do feel like family because they are for a season. When you're on a court, those guys are your family because you're away from home on road long road trips and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be a huge thing for Malik Monk coming back, and he's going to deserve to get paid, um, whether he takes a discount or not. The things that he does and brings to this team, he deserves to get his money. And again, I think Monty is smart enough to, you know, work it out. And I, I do think. Um, we will see Malik Monk back after this season
1: absolutely Sacramento King thanks for your patience what's happening
6: all right cool hey Sabonis Liz man thanks for seriously thanks for hosting this space um you know I've I kind of found out about this late but man it's yo for me it's feeling like early 2000s again man and um you know it's really good to be a Kings fan but more than that um you know I don't know how you guys feel about this, but it's, it feels like there's nothing more irritating than when the national sports talk, um, you know, after our games, they give all the attention to the other teams and we get the crumbs. It's like this cute little cow town, but it's like, nah, man, like look how we've been playing. So we are, we're definitely here. Uh, so again, respect to you guys. I love tuning in out to the games and, and, and just hearing all the Sacramento love. Um, I really don't want to repeat what everybody else has has said, because we really covered it. This felt like it was a really good team win. And that's what I really love. I love the fact that you see JaVale coming in and just wrecking shop all over the floor. I love seeing Sasha getting more and more comfortable. And it looks like we're really starting to establish a real identity. Um, and so kind of what you guys were talking about a little bit ago, I was I'm all over King's twitter all day. I saw the smoke that Monty was getting because he didn't do all the splashy moves. And it's like continuity actually matters. And so that's what I love. Again, love seeing how the team is playing. And um, really love this this space, man. So you guys keep it up and definitely check in, uh, check for me because I'll be I'll be back after after every game, man. Appreciate y'all.
1: Oh man, appreciate the kind words. Just to keep it at being, yes, we know that Jamal Murray is out. And we know they that weren't necessarily full strength, but this still this is still a quality win. That that team will whoop your ass, and they have been winning with Reggie Jackson. So I consider this a quality win. I did share uh, my tweet when I shared that article by Sirat Sohi, who is to me uh, an incredible basketball mind. I love listening to her speak on her own podcast with the R- Ringer. But yeah, she talked about you know the state of the Kings and, and are they going to take a next step or, or are they not? It was fairly positive. Um, of course, Kings Reddit kind of shitted on it uh, like they do everything, so kind of doesn't matter to me. But yeah, she brings up an interesting stat, and in how the only other players this season to shoot over 36% from three, make at least one three, and draw seven three free throw attempts per game are Luca, Devin, Kevin Durant, and Jimmy Butler. Granted, we all know Fox is right there in that company, but it's just nice to see. And I suggest uh, reading the article if you haven't already. Uh, really great stuff. On to the next. On to the Pels, which scares me to no end. They are strong where we are weak, as we all know. Youth and athleticism. Scary team. We're going to be at home, though. Hopefully. Hey, what time
0: is that game on? That like, game's at 7 on Monday?
1: I think. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I, I really needed this win to go into that game. I did not want to go into, into the in-season tournament on a two-game losing streak. That was, that was yeah. going to be unacceptable for me, especially for my psyche and emotional well-being. So, yeah, this is this major. R- yeah,
0: I'm going to have to rush home because we had a game at 6.30 on Monday. So, yeah, I'll be able to catch probably after half.
1: Liz, any last words?
0: I love this team. I love this fan base. You guys are the best, obviously. The constant support that you guys come in, you know, everyone talks their points. Everyone's always respectful. I love it because we can just enjoy good basketball for once in our life for a very long time. Um, So yeah, just keep enjoying these wins guys. And uh, I like to be.
2: All
1: right, y'all. Thank you so much for coming through. Anyways, you guys are the best. Uh, Take care guys. Good night.